What are you I drinking, Justin? Uh, I'm drinking iced coffee. Oh. Yeah, it's not very exciting. Did you burn one before you went came in here and started talking to us? I've been burning it since the start God of the ho- it, hockey game. Yeah. The goddamn hockey game. Do you ever feel like you just can't get any higher? Yeah, but then I've I've found a way to actually get higher. Yeah, would you choke yourself? Kind of. <laughs> I hold my breath really, really, really long until I fucking almost black out. I just hold my breath until I start to see <laughs> spots. Dude, yes. <laughs> Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas, whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I am Brogan. Ooh, I'm Scott. And Jeff is not here because he's still on vacation. He went on a cruise to fucking, like, I don't know, the Caribbean Islands or some shit. Yeah, I was pretty jealous of those pictures, man. He's just gotten back to uh, the old land of the uh, uh, not Caribbean. I guess he's in Florida still right now. And uh, so he's posted some pictures, uh, definitely on our social media, and uh, also hanging out. And uh, we don't think he'll be here because it's like 10 o'clock that time, and I don't know if he wants to or not. But it's another Saturday Night Grip. Welcome, everyone (laughs) who is listening, which right now is Al, just listening live in our Discord. Thanks for listening, Al, and uh, hanging out with us. Um. We kind of had a plan. We uh, did. Is there a Clownvis tonight? Is he on Saturdays? No, he's on Wednesdays and Sundays, so we can't oh, do a live Clownvis either. But we need to put out a podcast because, well, we ran out of podcasts. Uh, the last one, which you can find at GritCityPodcast.com, was, was uh, the, uh, the great smokeout with uh, Billy. From Mary Mart, where you know what the first hour and ten minutes was very educational, and then the second forty minutes or so was kind of a shit show that I don't necessarily remember much of, and I also edited the podcast, so that tells you a bit. And uh, actually, uh, some good news that actually came from that podcast before it dropped. Apparently, um, you can find it, like we said at Agri City Podcast, or uh, just search for it on all the uh, social media and or uh, what is those, those podcatchers and all that shit. Um, but it was pretty amazing because uh, we had a lot of people listening at that time. I think they wanted to see how uh, how destroyed Billy was going to get us. Oh, man. How destroyed did he get us? I barely remember. <laughs> um, well, I've learned a couple of things. Um, I've learned... What did you learn? Uh, not to hotbox the rainbow room. Yeah, don't hotbox your house. Don't hotbox your house. 
Um, I found out this, well, by doing it. And if I don't know if some of the pictures have been out, definitely on our patrons and such. Um, but yeah, uh, remember all that stuff that happens to you when you're like standing out in a campfire and all your clothes smell like a well, campfire? Oh, well, think about that, but just it's smelling like resin in an entire room. <laughs> oh, everything I oh, wore stunk. Dude, my so belt bad. stunk. <laughs> oh, I haven't even checked my belt. Oh, my shoes. I, I smelled it as soon as I went to put it on. I was like, oh, my God, this thing fucking reeks. <laughs> I had to uh, I had to incense the uh, the room like twice. I had to incense the stairwell itself for a while um, oh. and just keep it open for like three days, like the window open. It was it was gnarly. Um, learned that. Also learned that we had a lot of people listening at that time, listening live, and um, it may have, because Billy was able to uh, hang out, and there was a chat going on, and somebody quoted him from that podcast. Uh, and hopefully that will actually get maybe maybe some legislation moving a little bit forward a little bit quicker. So it's already done some good stuff. Oh, shit. Sweet. So yeah, man, that. it's pretty cool. Like, um, they're already they're putting um legislation in right now. Like, uh, some law just passed, um, who the House I think, and they're waiting on the Senate right now to legalize it nationwide. So, and this is the second time it's happened. So, it's I don't think it's very far off. I'm really hoping, um, that we can actually get some good news out of that. And another update from uh, Mary Mart also is that. They have now done, which Billy was talking about on the podcast, was the AeroPay, which is uh, an app way to pay. So it's a cashless system that they can use uh, so you can buy your weed with the cashless system. So you can look into that. They have more information on their website, so check that out. Um, the links can be found if you Google it your damn self. <laughs> They'll probably be in the show notes. Yeah. I mean, we do that as well, too. Um, Joe Malik, uh, is on his phone. He's trying to figure He's out. He's trying this, to figure uh, it out. I think he, thing. I think he disconnected himself. <laughs> I don't know if he did or not. Uh, um, so we're figuring it out, but Joe Malik is attempting. He's attempting to get on into our voice chat. I don't know how this is working out, but you know, what's funny is he's done this before. But, you know, men of a certain age. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk bad about him. Well, I mean. Well, I can because he's not in a room with me. I wouldn't say that true. if he's within striking distance. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I he's can't. always in striking distance. I know. That's I know, kind of that's true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, while we figure that out, let me hype him up a little bit because Joe Malik will be at NorwestCon 44, the return of NorwestCon. April 14th through the 17th. So it's coming up this week. If you are uh, listening to this late, well, tough shit. Go buy Joe Malik's books. Um, this is interesting, too, about NorwestCon. NorwestCon has been, um, up until the last couple of years, for obvious reasons, but even a little bit before that, we had our big uh, four-episode um, Fear and Loathing at NorwestCon, where most of the time it was us talking with friends and then lamenting the fact how NorwestCon is like, not turned into dog shit well yeah in our own perceptions and uh they're back this year and it's interesting because it's sold out they had a very limited number 
of uh, tickets. Oh, yeah. um, but they are also doing a free virtual registration. So you can check all that out. Check out the social media, too. If you go to norwestcon.org, you can get all the information on that. But uh, it looks like all the tickets are sold out already. So that's uh, that's definitely a thing. Yeah, what they do? I think they did a thousand. Um, well, yeah, one thousand tickets. Yeah, yeah, like that. that <clears throat> that's why. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, no, that's, no, no, I can ahead. totally see that shit selling out quick as fuck, right? Um, I don't remember what some of the numbers for NorwestCon was, but um, I, I they had way more guests than that. You know what I mean? Back yeah, in I would say it was like thirty five hundred people. Yeah, that's why I was I was gonna say four thousand, but I'm totally pulling that number out of my butt and didn't want to. I was like, ah, seven thousand eight hundred people. <laughs> uh, I have no idea though. So yeah, I can see a thousand tickets selling out quick as shit. Yeah, no room parties, no nothing else fun. Just a eh. thousand people wandering around, looking for safe spaces, wearing masks. Well, and it's it's you know, it's breaking it's, it's, it down into what the original yeah. pod or the, the original convention is about, which is you know it wasn't about the parties; it was about you know science fiction and fantasy um, writing. Right. It's always been more about the authors and the writing than anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We did twenty twenty three years of very important work there before <laughs> it all went very south. We did do. We did. Do we a did a lot of, of everything. We did a lot of drinking there. I found uh, Joe Malik's uh, uh, attending pros. They have the whole list of all of them there. There's a very large amount of people there. Uh, and it goes right to josephmalik.com. Cool. Which has the new magic, the white knuckle sequel to the number na- number one international best-selling Dragon's Trail. So there we go. Maybe, he's, maybe Joe's back. If he can actually get into the... Uh, I love that you put Game a link. Recording. <laughs> like he, he's our all right. I'm on, and then you send a link to his website. Here, go here, fucker. Yeah, go here. <laughs> go here. Click on that, Joe. He's all no. That's where I live. That's, what are you doing? <laughs> that's where I live. Somebody drag me into the recording room, will you? You <laughs> have to hop, hop. I keep trying to spell hop. Hope hop into it yourself. Then we can drag you. There, 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 there we go. There he goes. Now let's unmute him. There, I unmuted him. But he's got to unmute himself. There, he unmutes hey, himself. Hey, hey. Boom. How is everybody? How are you? I'm so sorry about that, man. I'm drunk. Nice. <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah, yeah even no better. Even We're getting better. The program. My God, people. What are you? Uh, what are you drinking there, Joe? Uh, what am I drinking? I am. Uh, Oh, yeah, I'm drinking shitty. the last of the uh, Bamboo XO that I've got, and then I'm going to probably jump over to Captain Morgan Private Stock, because at that point, I won't be drinking for flavor anymore. You became a rum guy, or did you? were you always I a did. rum guy? I was not a rum guy. I became a rum guy. Um, so a uh, good buddy of mine who's over at an infantry unit, uh over at the one seven on uh, Fort Lewis. Um, he and I, we were in a unit together a long time ago and deployed together and have done a bunch of stuff. And anyway, we have this uh friendly competition. So every six months uh his unit goes to shoot, and then every six months my team goes to shoot. Uh and so whoever whoever gets the highest 
score between he and I. Uh, yeah, we buy the other guy but a, a, a bottle. We're we're consistently the, the the best marksman in our units, so it's fun. But uh, he, we generally uh, it's generally scotch or really nice bourbon, and he got me a bottle of Pilar about two years ago, and I just fell in love with it. It was so good. And, um, and so I've started looking into these, uh, into these, uh, spiced rums and aged rums and the really dark rums. And they're just, oh my God, some of them are really, really good. They're, they're thick and sweet and complex and sip them. And they're just, oh God. Yeah. This has been my thing, man. Um, and they're, Fucking cheap, too. My God, you can buy a <laughs> bottle of Pilar for a third of the cost of a, uh, of the, uh, of a, like a Lagavulin 16, which is my go to for scotch. So, you know, one well, doesn't one can. Well, scotch but, uh, is an old man fancy drink. So, welcome to the yeah. pirate life, man. Oh, hey, no, man. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> old. I mean, you know, it's not the years, it's the mileage, but yes, I'm definitely getting up there. So yeah, how are you guys doing, man? My God, it's been forever. Holy crap! Yeah, no joke. Oh God, feeling like I need a go-to scotch right now. I'm like, fuck. Why don't I have a go-to scotch? What kind of man am I? (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I like I like the Lagavulin. That's the one that I keep here in my in my office. Um, And that's kind of my my inner sanctum scotch that I offer people who really know about scotch. Good. How do you keep liquor around that (laughs) That sounds like more like an existential question there here's no that that's actually an excellent question um so here in my office i keep the really good stuff and i've got this office that's uh behind my garage Uh, you got some pictures here and it's like can you can you send pictures on this thing uh yeah you can uh you should be able to toss them into the chat all right upload a fall okay hang on a second i will everybody will be able to see it just that'd be great yeah, okay. fabulous. Great, great, great. Um and uh but so I've got I keep a couple of good bottles of scotch in here. I've got a Glenlivet 14, I've got the Lagavulin 16, and I've got a a Swedish whiskey that my cousins got me. It's a very long story, but it's good and I'll never have it again. So um so I keep those in here and uh and those are my sipping whiskeys and the ones I just kind of nibble at. When I'm working, I'm generally not drinking a lot. Well, yeah, they are. I mean, I'll have, you know, I might have, I might have one of these a couple of times a week or something. Okay. And then out in the, out in the, in the living room, when you first walk into my house, um, there's an open bar and it's got all the bottles of everything you could ever want on it. And that's where I keep, not necessarily, not bad scotch, but that's where I keep, you know, I keep some Glen Morangi and I keep like a Glen Livet 12 and, uh, and some of the kind of lower tier stuff that goes down a lot easier. It's a lot smoother. It's not as smoky and doesn't, you know, not as complex as the Glen Livet 14. It's not as smoky as the Lagavulin. And those are the scotches that I will generally offer to somebody who is not a scotch drinker necessarily, but it's like, I've never tried scotch. I might, I might, I'd like to try that. There you go. Um, and then upstairs, <laughs> then in the upstairs bar, <laughs> because because I'm in the army, so why not have three fucking bars in my house, right? I like this. Um, I like this. 
Yeah. So, and then in the upstairs bar, that's where we have, that's the stuff that we really like. That's where I keep this Captain Morgan private stock um, and generally the Bamboo XO, which I really like. Um, those those rums that I'm going to hit fairly often, and I usually will keep a, uh, maybe keep a bullet rye um, and something, you know, something like that. Just some, stuff I can just throw over ice when I'm watching TV or playing video games or something. So um, those are my, the ones that I drink more. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. All right. That's, that's where my wife keeps the good gin and all that kind of stuff. So, actually so you hide it. You hide the good stuff is what I heard. Uh, no, I don't, not really, actually. <laughs> it's just that it's not that we hide the good stuff. It's just that generally speaking, when we have people downstairs, I mean, if we've got company coming, a lot of the times we'll bring the, we'll break the good stuff out. But, you know, uh, my friends are going to kill me, but I'm in the army <laughs> and my friends drink a lot. <laughs> and generally speaking, when my buddies come over, they're not drinking for flavor. So, um, so they're, it's not, it's not going to matter if I've got, you know, Basil Hayden or whistling pig. Um, they're not, they're not, they're not going to care. They just want whiskey and that's fine. Jack Daniels will do them just fine. Uh, unless they ask for something special, in which case, you know, I have it. So, well, shit. I mean, uh, the last time we were all together, we were drinking for flavor, but we still got fucked up. We were doing. Oh, that was amazing! We had that peanut butter whiskey, which yeah. I keep now. That's I have that downstairs. That's that's uh, right up with my uh, that up on a shelf with a. Uh, I've got a uh, got a uh, uh, scorpion bitters that actually has a scorpion floating in it. Oh, I've um, seen that stuff before. That stuff's weird, uh, man. So good. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, hang on a second. Let me, let me give you this picture of my uh, my shop here. Hang on a second. Where is that? How about you, Justin? What's your uh, go to drink? Um, my go to drink right now is still the sure. dark, the dark and stormy, which what is, is uh, a dark. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Well, it's rum. Talk to me. It's rum and ginger beer. Ooh. So uh, I've been a I've been a big mule. Uh, drinker um, mm-hmm. and so uh, I just happened to find uh, I was looking up ginger beer recipes I think and it was just dark and stormy super easy just I mean you can add whatever accoutrement you want with it yeah. I think maybe a lime or something like that but it's uh, yeah just uh, ginger beer and um, and rum and I usually just I mean like use the either the Captain Morgan's or the Kraken rum just because it's a uh, as long as it's a dark, yeah. as long as it's a dark rum, and you're since you're mixing it, you don't want to do anything fun with it. I mean, fancy with it. Exactly. It's fun exactly. enough. That, yeah, it's fun enough the way that is. And the first time I gave Scott one was when we we got roasted, and uh, I was oh, man. I poured him a double, and he's like, "Oh, this is pretty good." And then he got shit faced. Dude, it goes oh. down so easy. I just smashed it. It's like Kool Aid. Oh <laughs> yeah. So I'm talking about. Nice, yeah. yeah. Right in your Discord, you showed off your uh, office there. That looks. That's cool. my office. So yeah, that's that's where I uh, actually. That's an older picture, but yeah, that'll it gets the point across. All right, so you can see right behind me. There's a couple of bottles. There's a couple of bottles on that uh, little table by the typewriter. Yeah, right next to the fancy ass typewriter. Does that thing still work, or is it just a prop? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a Remington noiseless that belonged to my wife's grandfather. It's still Ooh. fully functional. 
Yeah, that's funny. I, when you said Remington noiseless, I was I was uh, looking above the uh, sword there. I was like, that's oh, not yeah. noiseless. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is not noiseless. It's many things, but it is not noiseless. <laughs> That is a large weapon there also. The sword is large, but also the uh, the gun on top of it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, and there are stories behind every single thing in 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 the room, which I really, really dig. Um but uh but yeah, I actually found the I found that rifle at a an estate sale probably. 30 years ago for like 40 bucks. Um, and, uh, the stock was cracked. Uh, it's an old weapon that this guy had brought back from Vietnam as a souvenir. Um, and the stock was cracked and it was rusty. And there were these dings on the end of the, uh, on the end of the barrel so that you, um, you couldn't, uh, um, you couldn't fire it safely. You know, and it just sat around for a long time. I had it on my wall as a wall hanger, and then, um, and then I found this old black stock and put that on, and it's been up there. And actually, I've done some modifications to it recently. Hang on a second, I can send you a picture. Hold on a second. Oh, uh, one second, because I'm the guy. Hang on a minute. I do, I do things. I have a shop. I love and, it. Hang on. See, you too can see all this live if you listen to us or don't check out our Discord. You go to gritcitypodcast.com. You can, yeah. So that's... There we go. I need a shop, man. I've just been trying to clean my garage. I can't even get that fucker mucked out, dude. (laughs) I turned turned my garage into the uh, studio, so... Well... And this is what it looks like now. Um, Joe, that's your penis! <laughs> oh, it sure is, isn't it? God, that thing's huge. Look at that. It's still uploading. My God. You guys, you guys think my wife married me for the money? Wow. There you go. Yeah, that yeah is- so that's what I did with it. We're on the list now, boys. It's <laughs> perfectly legal. It's perfectly legal. I put that stock on it and put a flashlight on it, and then I. Uh, cut off the end of the barrel, just cut off like a quarter of an inch and then recrowned it um, in my machine shop. And uh, yeah, so that's, this is, uh, this is what army guys do when we get bored. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah. It's a neat, it's a neat toy. It's really cool. Um, that's going to be my deer rifle next year, I think. So Jesus, sorry, deer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, deer. Um <laughs> Well, they're in my garden. See, we've been doing this thing where I've been, how much you guys have been following me on Twitter, but I, uh, uh, during the pandemic, uh, my wife and I really got into gardening. We were doing a lot of gardening before all this. And we, um, we noticed that the bigger the garden got, the more rabbits we had in the yard. And so I have this little, well, big pelagon, um, and I would, just sit out in the yard at sunset and wait for these rabbits. And so we're, you know, we're having rabbit cacciatore and we're having rabbit spaghetti and we're having you know, rabbit jambalaya, rabbit uh, stew. And, you know, you know, yeah, it's, oh my God. And, uh, uh, you know, the chicken fried rabbit, all these things. And then we finally got to this thing where uh, I go out and bag a rabbit. We started serving it with whatever the rabbit was trying to get to when I shot it. Um, so 
Well, tonight we're having, you know, you know, rabbit and parsnips, you know, or rabbit and potatoes or rabbit and, you know, mint. Um, so <laughs> rabbit yeah. and mint. <laughs> ah, no, or rabbit in a nice mint sauce. Rabbit was in the mint. Fair um, enough. I'm sorry. I said fair enough. Yeah, no, hey man, fair is fair. That's that's all the and that's see. That's, I thought you were going somewhere else, Joe. You were like, as the garden got bigger, the rabbits turned into deer. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's the next thing. You can't technically shoot a deer with a rifle around here. And I say technically because technically, um, so yeah, um, yeah, I'm. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so so yeah my so you've my, been you've been practicing up on those sling skills <laughs> uh, actually my wife is a state former state champion traditional archer oh fuck yeah i've got a mongolian warbow yeah you do hey, that's what i'm talking about hell yeah hey wait i got more slides wait a minute this is so fun. <laughs> I can send you guys stuff. This is so great. Everybody can see stuff. It's I love Joe Malik's PowerPoint I love, presentation. We, I love, <laughs> like end of the world talk with Joe Malik. Oh, I, dude, I love this. and this I have is, and I have been following your Twitter as well. But most of the time, it's your uh, your snarky comments about military intelligence in regards to certain oh war, certain engagements that are going on right now. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> here we go. Here's here's us. Uh, Here's us a few years ago uh, hunting. We were uh, bow fishing for carp out on the. Uh, that looks. Uh, that I looks, used to do that with my dad when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my wife in the front there. That looks um, like a picture that you would find like in velvet. National Geographic. No, like like in like oh. like like an old painting that's like you find at like a Goodwill. <laughs> And you're Thank just you. like it's been there for years at the estate, you know. The estate sale just gave it up, and there you look at it, and you're like, "Oh, that's a fucking find." And you're not buying it just because the frame's good. Well, they use this picture actually. The company that makes okay, so my wife's Emily builds those boats, and this is one of this is a picture that they use on their website. Um, and she's now the general manager of that company. Actually, oh, um, that's cool. so this is what we do. And the guy who's on the oars. In that picture built the boat. <laughs> so, oh, geez, you know, wow! Hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just hanging out. You know, I don't, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> you remember catching anything that day, or was it just pure for a photo oh, shoot? Man, oh, we caught some monsters. <laughs> we caught some monsters. She hit one that was probably the size of my leg, and it, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking. Yep. Dude, one that was so big that only boat in Arizona. If we had any loose, um. It was just that was up at uh, Vantage, and I mean, and it was just taking us for a ride. We're just like, holy shit, we're gonna be out here all day, um, and uh, yeah, it was. See, yeah. we need we need to get Joe Malik hooked up with the uh, Bigfoot field uh, researchers. I said that last time he was on. I know every time, <laughs> but the thing is, what is he's gonna hunt Bit Bigfoot, find him, and kill him. You know what? They haven't answered any of my emails. <laughs> I don't know if they're they mad Googled, at us. They Googled Joe Malik if you uh, threw that out vanished. there. And you're like, <laughs> you're like eh, you know what? Maybe not. <laughs> where'd you get, Brogan, where'd you get that picture, man? That's fantastic. That's my dad. Oh, that's a wonderful picture. That's fantastic. I just started growing a beard, by the way. Oh, oh congratulations. Ah, welcome Thank to being you. a man. <laughs> I'm excited about this. Yeah, you're allowed to grow a beard now. I got more pictures. Um, let me see what I can find here. Uh, yeah, I didn't think you were supposed to be able to grow a beard there. 
Joe, what's oh, going on? Oh, no, no, no. I am, I am in the process of terminal leave. I Ooh. am. Oh, we haven't talked about this. No, it's been, like two, it's been like two years since we've be, even talked. Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah, the Army is medically retiring me. I'm getting a full medical retirement for combat-related injuries. Nice. Um, well, congratulations. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the question mark and an exclamation point. <laughs> I've got this thing on my. I'm gonna. I've got to make space on my wall. So I got this thing behind me with all the all my medals and everything. And but uh, the day, <laughs> the day on my orders transferring me into the medical command for process for out processing. Those orders are dated the day after the last U.S. troop left Afghanistan. Damn. <laughs> They're like, okay, and we're done. We don't need Joe anymore. <laughs> <laughs> done all we can in Afghanistan. Good luck to you, Joe. Yep, exactly. All right, fuck it. We're done. No more wars. We're done. Well, that That's means- awesome, man. Yeah, that means- So what, like well, a full-time writer now? Yeah, I think so. so- that's awesome! Congratulations, man. Thank you, thank you. It's it's been it's been hard earned, man. I I was in for about thirteen years, a little less, and I have had eight tours. I'm very tired. Um, Fair enough. I've, ah. I've had. I am just exhausted. Uh, but you know, second, I figured this out. It's almost to me. Hang on, man. <laughs> be an easier way to do this, man. Hang on, man. No, no worries. Hey Brogan, I didn't ask you what uh what's your go to drink here lately? Fuck oh, yeah. beer. Just <laughs> on some beer. Like what am I drinking right now? I've got a uh a pineapple sour double IPA. Oh it's nice. all the hippie food. I I wasn't big on the on the really sour beers until they started mixing them with fruit. And then it's like, oh shit, that's actually really that's really good. <laughs> that's 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 nice. I've got a couple of things like that around. I've got a grapefruit IPA that I'm, I'm really digging on. I'm really liking it. That's a um, great morning beer. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're retired now. You can have morning beers. Think about it, Joe. Soon, soon. I am still technically on orders, but I don't have to. Uh, my knowledge, I don't think I'm ever going to have to put on a uniform again. Right now, I'm burning. My, I've got all this leave accumulated from eight tours, and uh, so I am just, I'm just burning it off. And then when I get to the end of it, then they're going to kick me out. So actually, not really kick me; they're going to retire me. But well, it feels like they're kicking me out sometimes. So when you're when you're all done, you can come over here and you can take a big old bong rip and oh, <laughs> fucking party like rock stars. God, I don't oh, <laughs> we got a room. We'll lock you in. Yeah, we got a rainbow. Yeah. I got a rainbow room. You can stay in. Uh, only slightly, only slightly burnt. Man, I <laughs> really, really miss. Let me get in trouble for this, but I really miss pot. <laughs> I really do. That's. I think it's been one of the hardest parts of being in the military is uh, having gone to UW. Um, just <laughs> <laughs> right there's the punchline bump. Damn! Look at you, scruffy, scruffy dude. Oh, Oh, look at that! That's like two weeks in, baby. So, and again, if I have to have to put on a uniform, I can I can take it off in a day still. So that's fine. But I'm hoping to have this through uh, at least through our Westcon. Yeah, Um, it's happening uh, in a week. You're gonna go hang out with all the all the book nerds. I am. 
I am. Yep. Yeah, I've got five, six panels this year. So, Ooh, yeah. what are some of the panels are you, that you're doing this year? I don't know. This I son of a man. bitch. Look at this guy. Not even fucking prepared. I have no idea. I don't know. Nobody tells me anything. Hang on. Well, to be fair, I told him this was just a hangout. <laughs> I was like, just come on and hang out. We're not. We're just bullshitting, right? Oh, I should have had my shit together for this. Man, ah. I, I really should have. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, hey, I just got some from my agent. Hey, great. Okay. Yay. <laughs> All right. Hold on a second. I'm going back through my thing here. Um, Come on, baby. Where are you? you have some of the best panels, though. Like, I know you've done some on, like, navigating. Ah. With four oh, I did the one on, on celestial navigation, and uh, that was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that chasing him, or is it dead against the tree? What is that? What is that? What is that? Uh, it's a, it, oh, Brogan's it's doing a bear Brogan dance. Yeah. Brogan doing a bear gift. The bear oh, gift, dude. That bear's fucking packing, man. Look at that dick. Hello. Oh, whoa, there he is. Whoa. Oh, yeah, baby. And now over. that's all I can see. Thanks know, for that, buddy. I know, and you look. <laughs> It's not like I, I can't do. help it now. Shit. <laughs> you said there was going to be a picture of my penis on here. So I thought, uh, uh, uh-huh. Panels. We're talking about panels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. I was like, the oh, thing is from Adrian. Where is it? There it is. Okay. Got it. So I have got on Friday, I'm doing one on firearm stopping power. Oh, shit. Um, that'll be fun. I'm actually going to be there with, with, with my friend Michael Tinker Pierce. Damn it. Um, I'm not going to talk about that then today because that was a question I was going to ask you, but I'm just going to well, let that go then. No, go ahead. I got I no. nothing to <laughs> um, I'm doing an autograph session Saturday morning at 11. So, uh, yeah, swing on over. Um, it's been a while since I've signed a boob. So, if any of you guys want me to sign mm, man boobies, <laughs> you get a couple of those. Yeah, baby. Um, representing disability and fantasy from 12 to one, the book that I just finished, uh, my agent is shopping has a disabled veteran in it. Who's missing. He's missing one leg from the knee down. Um, and, uh, does the entire thing with, uh, with a prosthesis. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a portal fantasy. Like, uh, like the one I just finished, except the guys, uh, yeah, lost part of his leg. Um, right on. Yeah, it's actually it's actually really fun to really fun to write. Uh, and now I'm technically a disabled veteran. The VA has rate has rated me a hundred percent. I get a disabled veteran license plate. How cool is that? Um, yeah, right. <laughs> <Isn't it>? <laughs> thank you for serving <laughs> our country. I'm sorry. I said thank you for serving our country and suffering. Here's a license plate. Yeah. Hey, right on, man. Great. <laughs> Good. Thank you for paying your taxes. I'm just going to take your space, dickhead. Move. True. Um, no, it's, 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 <laughs> um, doing one on music and writing. I don't know exactly what that's about, but PJ Manny is on it, and she is awesome, so that'll be fun. Um, I'm doing one on Sunday called Dancing in the Dark about blind fighting, which is going to be super fun because I trained in blind fighting with the Australian Special Forces, and that's going to be a kick in the ass. That's going to wow. be fun. And then Sunday from one to two, right after that, um, I'm doing a, uh, I'm doing one called war stories. Uh, no kidding. There I was. And I'm, they're only giving us an hour. So, uh, so, so go out. see Joe Malik at the bar after the, uh, after all the panels, if you <laughs> yeah, want to get right. even more than that. Also, yeah, man. oh man, so good to talk to you guys. Right. Jeez. We um so yeah so in in person at NorwestCon is capped at a thousand members this year and they are sold out. But you can go virtually with a free virtual membership. 
So if you go to oh. norwestcon.org, you can register and you can uh, go through all of that and figure out all of that. I'm just looking at the webpage right here, and I don't really know oh, what great. it means. Thank but you. but people can awesome. go and check it out um, virtually. You can at least check out the panels, man. The panels yeah. are some of the coolest the panels stuff. Panels right? so fun. Yeah. Just, they're just so fun. And, yeah, they're just it's just a good time. Um, does, it, does it say, Justin, are they having any, like, uh, so probably none of the uh, – like boots or anything then, right? Are they doing like a trader's room or the art show or any they of that must. stuff? Um, it looks they like must. they're still doing the art show. Because cool. all that used to be open to the public. Yeah. Um, Norwest Con, 44 participating artists, the art show registration. Um, I should have paid more attention to this, but. Yeah. Uh, not, hey, man, I should have. <laughs> well, if you, want to, uh, if you want to ask questions, you can go to norwestcon.org and they've got it. They have all of the inf- they've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and it's all it's a long lasting, long running um, convention that I mean, 44 is the years. Yeah. It's just not a 100 percent volunteer rant, which I think is super, super cool. It's a it is really yeah. cool. It's a great it's a great con. And it's it's. Yeah, it's just it, what I love about Norwest Con is that it's it's. I mean, yeah, there are a ton of fans there and a ton of gamers there and what have you, but it it seems to be primarily, at least the years that I've gone, it's always been, um, it's always seemed to be directed at content creators. Yeah. Which is just, just the man, the people you meet are just fantastic. I just really have a, I really have a good time. Um, and uh, yeah, just... It's just it's it's really cool, and I mean, and fans are great, gamers are great, you know, wonderful people. They ask fantastic questions, but you just get a you just get a different type of discourse when it's primarily content creators, at least in the, um, at least in the panels, or at least yeah. panels that I go to. So I think um, that's probably why I liked it so much too, because as soon as I started going. We were yeah. podcasting, and so I was like, "Oh, I get to meet all these people that I I fucking never be able to meet before." Right? <laughs> yeah, I got oh. you. We got a lady on from Los Alamos, dude. Oh, we got yeah. yeah. Who else did we get on, Brogan? We had a bunch of people on that first. Oh, uh, we had that doctor. I can't think of his fucking name. Oh, oh Doctor yeah. Ricky. Ooh. Yeah, Ricky. Doctor Ricky. Yeah, Ooh. dude. Just a bunch of people we would have never ever met or had on in. Yeah. So, oh yeah. I, yeah. I appreciate that as well about NorwestCon. Yeah, it, it's a great, it's a great. That was the last good year of NorwestCon. <laughs> uh, didn't you guys come out to? Uh... Oh shit! You guys come out to RadCon? Did you guys get out there? I don't... I haven't no. I haven't oh. no. Oh my god, you guys! You got to get out to RadCon. Is that in the Tri Cities? Yeah. It's... God, it is just. That shit! It is so fucking cool. It is, when is it? Because we haven't done a grit city trip to the Tri Cities yet. We haven't. Oh my god! I, I know this pizza joint out there. My buddy turned me onto it. Um, but uh, I think we talked about this before. But the the you know out here, um, in Seattle, you've got all of these cons, and they're very kind of striated, right? Or very, very, very. What's what I'm looking for? Uh, they're all separate, right? You've yeah. got you've got you, you've got one for you know you, you've got BritCon, you've got Comic Con, you've got you know all the stuff. You got NorwestCon, you've got 
the, you got the Star Trek convention, you've got a Star Wars convention, you got all this stuff, right? And in the Tri Cities, you have one gone, and it happens Valentine's Day weekend, oh. and everybody, no matter what your thing is, everybody shows up, and they all descend on like the Holiday Inn or something in the Tri Cities, <laughs> and just fuck that place up, and it is amazing. <laughs> Because you'll be in, you'll be in a room, you know, at a panel or something, and you look out, and I'll, you know, I'll be doing a panel on on, you know, stunt fighting or something, right? And I'm in there. In fact, I just did one last year. I think the year before when last time I was there with uh, with Dragon Dronet, who's from like, oh shit, yeah. Uh, Dragon and I are up there, and we're doing, you know, we're doing, you know, talking about stunt fighting, having a great time, right? And. uh but out in the room, you've got, you know, you've got somebody dressed as a Transformer, and you've got a couple of furries, and you've got, you know, you've got the people in Star Trek uniforms, and just the whole fucking thing, everybody's there. And it's like, it's like Halloween, uh, you know, come early for everybody there. Everybody just does their thing, and there's, there's like no judgment. I mean, everybody, because they have one con for everything. Valentine's and- Day weekend, huh? It's so fun. It is so stupidly fun. And you can get this is the part that I love, man. I fly over there, right? Uh, and it's you can get $99 round trip Whoa. to the Tri-Cities and back. Right? I mean, that's that's it. And it drops you at the airport and you can grab a cab right to the I think it's a holiday and whatever, anyway, whatever the hotel is there. And it's cheaper than gas to drive. Than gas. Now it is, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I, I've got a yeah car. I drive. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, it is. It's it's cheaper than gas, and you just and you're like jet set. You, you just, just roll in there. We'll have to. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, Jess. I know, Jess, I know Jess from the Tri Cities. I'm just wondering. Uh, we should just do something. Do something stupid Ooh. for that. That'd be fun. We should. We should just plan it. We're doing uh, Crypticon this year, yep. but we're doing like, Crypt- next year. Yep. Shit, Crypticon going on May twentieth through the twenty second. The like you're talking about the fragmentations of uh of conventions. Mm. We're going to the horror convention and hanging out. How fun! Yeah, I need to mute this for one second. Hang on, <laughs> I'm still listening. Hang on a sec. But yeah, we're going to be at Crypticon. Uh, like I said, the twentieth through the twenty second, and. Uh, Brogan is amazing and already got us a suite. What? We're gonna. I, I have my moments. And, suite is nice. Oh yeah. yeah. So what yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna have some stickers and we're gonna have some postcards and we're basically gonna uh, see what who we can get up to the suite to uh, to do some interviews. Great. We're gonna set up our podcasting shit up there. No race. No race. No what? Unless you want one. Oh yeah, I had a, uh, yeah, but yeah, well, we're a, gonna we're gonna stock a bar, and uh, fantastic. We're not gonna have any parties to distract from the big party on the thirteenth floor, but uh, <laughs> we'll be we'll be getting hammered at that party as well. I'm pretty sure. No, just our private our private supply. Oh, that's for wonderful. Our friends, you know? I bet a, I bet a horror convention is a kick in the ass. Oh, dude, it's so much fun. One of the fun parts about it is a. It's like everyone is, you know, you're talking about the cosplay, but it's all like gore and bloody and horrifying. Oh, yeah. But everybody is oh, yeah. super nice. Like, 
Oh, wonderful. And just, it's so accommodating and everyone's super cool and everyone's in a good mood. They just look like they've literally been through a fucking blender, you know? <laughs> so it's so, it's just amazing. So yeah, we're going to be there for that. We're going to go podcast style. I'm going to, I know, I know I'm going to get roped into doing a couple of panels. Um, yeah. So, That's all right. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. They just sent me the list. I got to figure out that, but wonderful yeah oh man we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, get, back gonna get super drunk at least one day oh, probably the cool. first day just because i have bad timing <laughs> well you're not supposed to go hard on like the first day i know somebody I know. does i i know every year i say that we all say that we all oh. and then every year i go hard the first day <laughs> <laughs> nope and nobody's allowed to go home we all have to stay there. This is I was I was told I was not allowed to go home. Yeah. Well, and yes, yeah. My wife, your wife told just me. just live so close. Your wife told me that you're not allowed to go home. So. That's wonderful. <laughs> so. Oh, man. I'm stoked now, though, too, because Brogan owns a fucking bottle shop. And so <gasps> you get to bring all the fun, weird shit. There's still going to be Wait, the liquor. Where? 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 where, where? Hold on. Hold oh, on. Go back. Covington. What? No. Yeah, yeah, he's out in Covington. Cosmic Bottles out there. He owns the bottle shop now. Shit. Okay. Damn. You got to right. make that road trip out there. Hello. Yeah, that's not that's not far from here. That's 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 that's, that's reasonable. I've actually got some work I got to do up in. Never mind. Got to go do a thing for a guy in a place. So yeah, yeah that's, that's that's usually right. that's usually how you tell us about those things. That's pretty much it. Yep. Are we going to read about it on the news sometime later? You may. (laughs) Um, I can neither confirm nor deny. I I don't even know how many times I've been like. I'm trying to think of how I can say this. (laughs) (laughs) Tell my wife I'm going to be working late, you know, and she's like, anything I need to be worried about? I'm like, nope, just don't watch the news. (laughs) (laughs) that's it really sucks oh god it's just, i think we have yeah. coaster questions dude do we have a, do we have coaster yeah. questions i think so there's at least one in there Okay, let me look at these. So, yeah, if you go to our Discord channel or you just send us an email, infogritcity.com, put subject matter coaster questions or any of our <laughs> social media or any all that. Uh, oh, I got to scroll up because Brogan was posting in there. Um, we, we, did, we did get one from Al in our coaster questions. It's a whole subject uh, or a whole uh, channel in our Discord. And uh, Al said, Mr. Malik, do you still have a decam- decontamination chamber? Oh, <laughs> somebody's Damn. been listening to our old podcast. Yes, you know that is a that is a fantastic question. Um, I no longer do, but okay. So the reason beyond the decontamination chamber was that I was on, I was mobilized, um, for the army during the pandemic and my wife is high risk she has a pulmonary disorder a lung disorder oh that's right um 
And uh, until we knew exactly how this thing was going to impact her and people with her condition, we had to be extremely careful. So when I would come home from work, this was a laugh a minute, but when I had to, when I came home from work, I would, um, I built this kind of decontamination chamber, sort of almost like an airlock in the garage where I dropped some painter's plastic over a door and I would, um, I would strip off my uniform and then put it in a garbage bag and then step through the, uh, you know, step through the painter's plastic, and then right off our kitchen, that door goes into the kitchen, and right off the kitchen, there's a guest bathroom. And I'd go in there and shower, and then put on my robe, and then take my uniform and the plastic bag all the way up to the, uh, you know, up, up to the laundry room, and throw it in and wash it. And then, you know, put on clean clothes that I had on top of the washing machine and this whole thing. And then go, you know, then go, you know, into my wife's office and and, and give her a kiss. Hello. Um, So that was like, that was, that was a daily routine for like, I don't even know, man. God, eight months, probably. Uh, It was, it was just horrific. And now we're both triple vaxxed. I'm about to go in and get my, uh, get my second booster uh because i'm old you're not and, that old um, are you i'm 51 oh yeah. okay yeah anyone over 50 i guess i'm pretty fucking i'm not that yeah. close but scott i'll take it fuck i'm <laughs> not 50 <laughs> yet shit fuck man make me feel bad jeff, 50, <laughs> jeff is yeah so jeff will have to do it we're still um you know we're still uh you know, we're still double masking and uh, and everything. In fact, we were at the store today, and we were the only people in the entire store that had masks on, and everybody's staring at us. You know, and but I I I'm not I'm not gonna nope I'm not gonna dive stupid. I'm just not fair enough. Um, and yeah, I mean I've yeah I'm just I'm just not I I if if that's all if that's all that I have to do. To not get sick. And the damnedest thing is it has been two years since I've had so much as a sniffle wearing wearing a, 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 an N95 under a cloth mask uh, when I go out in public and sanitizing. Um, and I've, I've been to cons. I mean, I've been to, you know, I've been to military schools where you normally get sick all the time. Uh, yeah. I mean, even going outside wearing the damn thing. Uh, right now it's pollen. Oh yeah! If you got any sort of like allergies, you're pretty much fucked right now. Mm-hmm. Then you get to play. Then you get to to play that wonderful game, which is—is is it COVID or allergies? <laughs> um, allergies or plague? Go! <laughs> yeah. Um, Congratulations so, on that shit. No, hey man, oh it's great. I haven't been sick in like two years. Touch wood. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, Joe's I, playing with his wood. <laughs> oh man yeah i don't know that's <sighs> who else has a question let's go come on anybody that's the only one we had in our coaster questions yeah oh, right. i know yeah. well you can go if you're going to norwest con you can go check it out and uh give us more coaster questions because we'll have joe malicon more so anyway and we're not making you leave yet i'm just Oh, I got a knife no. question, Joe. Do you want to talk yeah. knives for a minute? Uh, sure. Are you an everyday kind of carry knife guy? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yep. 
So, Brogan, yeah, you are too, right, Brogan? Yes, I am. Goddamn right you are. <laughs> of course <laughs> you are. Um, so, uh, what is your, what's kind of your go-to uh, everyday carry? Do you, are you like a, a little fixed blade guy? Do you like a little, like, the last blade, blade guy? guy? What do you got? Oh, hold my beer. Hang on, I'll be right back. Brogan, you go first. <laughs> what do you got, uh, Brogan? Well, hold on, like, it's my Leatherman in my pocket at the moment, but I also got this fun little Gerber, but. Really, the Leatherman's so damn handy. So the, right, the Leatherman, huh? yeah, the multi-tool wingman from Leatherman. Mm. Mm, I like that. And you just carry it in your pocket? Every day. And in fact, I, I shame other men that I go, you know, it's like that challenge coin shit you see with firefighters and soldiers. I'm like, you got your pocket knife? <laughs> and they don't, I just call them a pussy. Damn. Don't do that. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Can't stab me, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's funny. How about you, Justin? You got um, anything? Are you- um, no. He hasn't been to a gas station in so long to buy a pocket knife out of a cave. <laughs> looks like a looks like a dragon horn, like a pink dragon horn butterfly got- knife. Oh got- shit! I snorted. That was so fucking <laughs> oh, great. Dude. Oh my god! You. Guys. I do. I do have. We do have knives strategically placed around the house. Um, we've got the ram horn knife uh, behind the bar, so don't fuck. That's with actually a really cool knife. I really like That's that one. Fair. Yeah, we got a couple of random ones. I got my uh, my Mortal Kombat knife that I bought at NorwestCon like twenty years ago. Yeah, baby. I got. That. I can't talk too much shit, dude. I have a couple of fucking gas station knives laying around my house too. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> wonderful. I still have. Oh I still God. have a shitty like replica, like wannabe, like. Chinese appropriation like ceremonial knife that I bought at NorwestCon as well. It's sure. like not even sharp. Like if I pulled that thing out, people would look at it and be like, what the fuck are you gonna do with that? Because <laughs> it ain't gonna even open a letter, man. These are it was that was oh, that was one of my job, bad man. that was one of my bad purchases at NorwestCon. I mean my my father in law found them at an estate sale and they're I mean, shit. One of them's got to it's got to fucking weigh twenty pounds, man. It's got this giant brass handle on it. It's a big two handed sword. It's just ridiculous, but it looks cool as shit on the wall. So, I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what um, are you gonna do? It's got to go up. Fuck. It's got to go on the wall, baby. It's got to be there. Hang on a second. I'm gonna. I'm yeah, gonna my wall's just full of fucking band posters and couple. Oh of, yeah, couple of Justin, couple of pilchard. Justin. Platinum record. We gotta get you a pocket knife, bro. We gotta get you something. You gotta. Oh yeah, but something. he had one, but it was yours, and he lost it, didn't he? Hey, no, no I, I, it got confiscated right. in Alaska, and okay, I bought. Yes, they took it, and I bought a new one for you, which you gave back to me, so it would be in all of our gear. It's in the one of the one of the gear bags. Yeah, you need Plus one. You, you need to carry every day. No, so what do you got, Joe? I have a. Tool that was built for me by Tinker, Ooh. and I'm trying to get a picture of it to upload it. So give me one. Tinker second. Taylor. Of course, he's got oh, some fucking yeah, so, personal made knife thing, right? God damn it. Al has yeah, well, it. Al's got his Dewalt. He's all, yeah, it, uh, it fits over my hand and it looks like my fingers, but if you uh, yeah. move just slightly, it shoots out a four inch blade into your skull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Well, Hang on a minute. You're actually you're not that far off. <laughs> Fuck. Hang on a minute. Uh, Let me just grab this off my desktop. I, guess. Ooh. I had this uh, conversation with a guy at work the other day, right? Because I carry a little pocket knife. Of course, or sometimes you do. I carry another one. Like, uh, 
like a little on my on my belt, right? And this guy fucking whipped out like a fucking six inch fucking buoy knife. <laughs> it's like, bro, bro. That's not a knife. This is a knife. It's <laughs> like, fuck, dude. I'm a knife fan, but I would not carry that around every day. So I carry a Leatherman tool. Uh, actually, I carry a uh, uh, carry a Gerber tool that's got like, yeah, it's it's one that's set up for the uh, set up for the Air 15 and the M4, so it's got like a front sight tool and some other shit on it that you can use to it's, it's cleaning tools and shit like that on it. Um, I carry that with me, but um, but then uh, I probably shouldn't even say this out loud. But the small on my back, I carry what Mike Pierce, Michael Tinker Pierce, who was a sword maker. Uh, to the gods. Um, he's seriously one of the greatest living sword makers, and you'll see him at Orwestcon doing sword demonstrations and talking about uh, talking about edged weapons. Um, Tinker made this for me custom for my first deployment in the army, and he calls it the death spatula. What? Um, it's a kukri. You'll see it. There it is. Holy um, shit. Yeah. So you see, you can kind of see the size of the thing. Um, so yeah, it's it's got this. It's made out of uh, it's made out of surgical steel, scalpel steel, um, and I carry this to the small of my back. Uh, That's very illegal, sir. Very illegal. <laughs> no, no, no. He's military. He's allowed to. Uh, no, that's uh, well, not not around town <laughs> like, for fuck's sake. He's like, oh, <laughs> don't worry going, about down it. Downrange, Jesus God. I said everyday sports. carry. I said everyday oh. carry. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> yeah, well, this is my this is my downrange carry. Piece. No, not downrange stuff. I'm not trying oh, to go. Okay, sneak no, up okay. on anybody. In that case, I carry a Leatherman tool. But yeah, this is my this is this is. Think about everyday carrying. Well, shit, man. I mean, good pivot again, there. Yeah, out of the last thirteen years, I've been fucking carrying this thing. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. We're gonna have to change your mindset. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, what's really cool about this though is the way that it's angled. Um, it's angled like a kukri, and the reason that that's important is that my sport, my sports have been fencing and boxing, and as a boxer, reflexively, I really like to punch. And the way this thing is angled, when you stick, when you put your fingers, when you put your, your index finger through that notch right in front of the blade, right behind the blade, then the blade indexes with the strong bones of your arm. So you can basically punch with it and stab it right through uh, whatever you need to. Punch so, stabbing. Good yeah. God. It's yeah. it's a neat. <laughs> That's a pretty wicked looking blade right there, That's man. Fucking terrifying it's, is what that is. It is really savage. It's a neat, <laughs> neat thing. It is uh, like a mix between a cleaver and a the thing you said, but I can't pronounce it. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, kukri. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you if you zoom in on that, you can see the way the blade is. I mean, oh, he yeah. calls it the death spatula. But yeah, you can um, fucking snake with that. Jesus. His shorthand for it was the NSFK. The no shit fighting knife. Um, <laughs> I also like a knife that if you're going to use a knife in a stabbing, any kind of stabby motion, yes. it has some kind of uh, some kind of finger guard because they make a lot of knives uh, oh, that are God. with no finger guard, and it's like, yeah, like oh, what are you doing? Oh, oh yeah. Not that no, I've ever no. stabbed anything, but if I had to, yeah, I would think the, the blade would be slippery. <laughs> fucking liar. Oh, God. Uh, ouch! Yeah, no, ouch! Yes, 
Um, um, yeah, but there's there, the number of knives. So you you can find there's a number of knives. Like you can find all kinds <laughs> of knives <laughs> online, and they're all like, oh, these are like daggers or whatever. And then there's no there's no guard or no kind of finger right thing right. at all. Yeah, no, 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 uh-uh. nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. I like that my hands is 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 uh, as protective as I can possibly get, man. I'm sorry, but yeah, broken hands hurt like hell, and <laughs> hand injuries are just oh, they take a dog's age to heal, man. We uh, we uh, we got another coaster question from our hey, great, great from our great patron Eric P two five three. Eric, we know he's a uh, patron because he's got a great purple name, and. Yeah, you can uh, follow us on patreon.com slash Podcast. But he asked, for Joe Malik, is the spear really the greatest hand weapon? Oh, shit. Thinking. Give me a minute. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be very careful about how I answer this. Ooh. Oh, I was distracted by Brogan's gift. Brogan, you need to stop wow. that shit right now. Whoa, oh, that's some booty right there. <laughs> Hello. That ain't a knife. Hi, girl. Cuts the roast um, beef, man. Oh, real quick, uh, Joe. Joe, real quick before we move on. Um, your uh, your tool. Do you carry uh, your your multi tool in your pocket, or you carry it on your on your belt? Um, when I'm in uniform, I carry it on my belt. Okay, that's all. Just curious. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, so, is the spear the greatest hand weapon? The spear. I would argue that the spear is probably. Spear has probably seen the most action of any hand weapon in human history. I mean, the idea of taking something sharp and putting it out in front of you uh, is 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 pretty fucking cool when it comes to fighting. It's a neat idea. Um, spears are also cheap. Uh, they're very easy to train. You can train somebody on a spear in a week. Um, it's not like a sword that takes a lifetime to master. Uh, so yeah, you see, you would see you would see spears being wielded by foot soldiers and that kind of thing. I would say spears probably seen more action than anything else out there. As far as the greatest hand weapon goes, I mean, everybody's going to argue this. You know, there's going to be some fanboy that's going to tell you, well, you know, the katana. Um, you know, if you saw Highlander, that you're, you know, you can you can cut through. Um, it's been folded three thousand times, and you can cut through a, a, a concrete block with a katana. <laughs> listen, listen. Um, the katana that I bought at NorwestCon three years ago <laughs> is definitely the best steel that is out there. I've got, I've got, I've got a reader who wants to fight me with his katana because of how much I talk about great swords. Um, <laughs> he, liter- he literally wants to duel me. Um, oh God! Holy shit! Pick your uh, champion, fuck. No, I'm not going to kill a reader. Um, <laughs> but they've already no. bought the book. <laughs> You're good. Oh, shit. I think I just killed him. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. He got okay. him. <laughs> also, you can buy the book if you go to josephmalik.com, which is on our links and everything. You can oh, buy you can buy Dragon's Trail and uh, the sequel, The New Magic. You absolutely can. And hey, guys, you know something? Here, here's the thing, too, man. Um, so I I sell my my ebooks at nine ninety nine. I do, um, and people buy them, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and believe it or not, when I raised my prices, my sales went up. 
but if that's too much, if you don't have 20 bucks for two books, and I totally understand that because we've all been there, um, hit me up through my site. Seriously, DM me. Just, just yeah. lay on the line. Hey, man, I can't afford your books. And I will send them to you. I swear to God. Just don't fucking pirate them. Just let me know, <laughs> and I'll send them to you. Yeah, don't do the piracy. Fuck that shit. Please. Please. Like um, you got to support, seriously. you got to support yeah. authors, especially ones who um, uh, are out there with a knife. Oh man! And even if you can't, again, if you can't afford it, that's fine. I'm totally cool. I've been there, man. Believe me, shit. Um, just just reach out. I'll I'll, I'll set you up. So yeah, don't worry about it. That's awesome. Um, but uh, well, thank you. Uh, but yeah, I just I don't I can't make any money selling my books for ninety nine cents. Um, and I make enough money selling them for ten dollars that I don't have to worry about giving books away but the pirates are fucking killing me so just just hit me up i'd much rather make a friend out of you and you know by sending you something personally than having you go to somebody who is trying to rob me of my livelihood that's so, crazy i never even thought about ebook pirates man oh dude oh, pirates forever holy thing. shit yeah. you weren't there oh dude oh my oh. god oh we have? oh we got time oh. fucking tell us the story yeah <laughs> okay here we go all right so i got into it you can go back through my twitter history actually and probably look back 2019 i think um let's do a search for j malik author and uh, mccray m-c-c-r-a-e um he ran a he ran a book piracy site called ebook bike and he and I went around and around and around several times, and I wound up actually uh, 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 getting with my lawyer um, and uh, and getting ready to sue him. And then somebody else beat me to it and just took him to the fucking cleaners. Um, but uh, which was great because it could, like completely ruined this asshole. But this guy was running a book piracy site out of Canada. He was absolutely sure that what he was doing was completely legal um, because he was Canadian. He and just because so he could break American laws and could get away with it. I'm like, dude, that's not how anything works. Let's discuss international law because I, I study conflicts and small wars. You want to, you want to, you want to go down this road, really? Um, and uh, <laughs> so, but we got into this whole big thing. And this fucking guy, I went to uh, Comic Con, Emerald City Comic Con, in twenty, I think it was twenty nineteen. And uh, and I was uh, I was on a panel at Comic Con. Um, and in fact, I was there and my wife was there because this was for uh, for uh, independent publishers and it was independent publishing success stories. And my wife uh, helps run our company because she's she's the brands of the outfit. All I do is open jars and get stuff down from shelves, you know. Hey, we know. We and, understand uh, that. Yeah, seriously, she's, she's the brands of this whole thing. Um, so Katie and I are there and uh, Elliot Kay and a couple of other people are there. I think, I think Cherie Priest was on it and a couple of other people. And anyway, and... Um, Todd McCoy, and we're all on the on this panel, and this fucking guy is right in the front row, and the guy who's stealing my books and bragging about it to me on Twitter, he's right in the front fucking row, right, and he's just looking at me and he's just smirking, and I'm like, you really did that, I'm like you really okay, let's go, and I, and you. <sighs> 
and you jumped over the table and you choked him out and stabbed him. I was all, you, know? you pulled out that fucking <laughs> knife that you had and you held it to his throat and you were like <laughs> I telegraphed. Oh. <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> I showed his Twitter handle picture to my wife was right next to me to double check that this was the right guy. Good move. Just <laughs> Fair enough. before I like, you know, snapped his spine and curb stomped him on the edge of the on the edge of the riser. Um and uh and as soon as he saw that I recognized him, man, he jumped up and ran out of there so fast he Time flipped his hair over. <laughs> oh man. No what did you just do you just eyeball fuck him or what? Well, I just started to stand up and you guys are saying I'm not I'm not tall but I'm not small no um, and, and sometimes you do carry a sword on your back I've seen you do that well yeah I just posted the picture of me I, 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 I look like a Ukrainian hitman um and uh yeah so he 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 led um fair enough though God, really? yeah Oh, like it's fucking hilarious! I mean, my forearms are the size of his neck. Um, and uh, yeah, it, 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 uh, boy. anyway, but yeah, was, he was a book pirate. And I had a chance to just, and I thought about this too. I was just like, you know, if I could even just like pin him and hold him, um, <laughs> this guy is effectively. And this is the kind of stuff that goes through your head when you're in my line of work. Like you know, I could argue that this guy is the head of an international criminal syndicate, you know, and, you know, I work in special operations and counterterrorism, and when the cops get there, I could explain that, and I could probably walk. Wow. Um, At least for a few days, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, too easy, man. You bet. No, I got. I, 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 I could at least yeah. get home and barricade myself in the house before <laughs> me. Fuck. It would be one of those things where there'd be somebody from Fort Bragg, like calling the cops and telling him to leave me the cologne um, <laughs> over something as, as as simple as this, and then I would get chewed out. Like you can't believe. Um, but yeah, it's it. Yeah, no, it. Yeah, I, I have no patience for book pirates at all. I have absolutely no patience for anybody who steals from me, who steals from my family, who's, you know, ruining my livelihood and fucking up the thing that I've been working at, you know, my entire life since I was like, you know, 14. Um, yeah, you get, you get, yeah, you, you get no sympathy from me whatsoever. I don't know that I necessarily would have roughed him up. I didn't even know what my next move was going to be. Um, I just kind of did that 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 kind of guard dog thing where you just sort of step you know <laughs> you stand up and make yourself big you know my wife's right there and it's just one of those things man anyway but yeah scared the shit out of this guy uh and then a few months later somebody else sued him and just just destroyed him gut yeah. that's actually happened to um another uh friend of ours uh ken carlson oh he yeah did, um uh, what was a dead Penny Parabolus and, or whatever? Yeah, Penny Parabolus, which was his, uh, uh, it was a graphic novel adaptation that he did. And he was just like, yeah, people uh, pirated it and then gave oh. him like bad reviews on Amazon. Oh. Or like, dude, it was the worst as I jumped on uh, YouTube one day 
and and it pops up and it's all like subtitled in like Korean or something. It's a movie. He did a movie. Oh. <laughs> and I sent it to him and I was like, "Bro, oh. you seen this?" And he's like, "Fuck." <laughs> no, I was. It oh sucks. But what do you do? Like, it. How do you? You can't. You can't stop that shit. I mean, you can try, you but you can't stop it. You can't. But and the only thing that you can really do, like I said, I mean, if people if people are going to pirate my book. If you're going to go someplace and download it, and you're going to download my books, I'm not going to stop you. All right. But like I said, I would rather, if you can't afford it, I would rather send it to you myself. Reach out, shake your hand. You know, hey, man, I understand what it's like to be broke. I was broke for a long time. Here, have a book. That's almost yeah. even cooler because you get a little interaction with the author too. You know, I would I mean? rather read. I would rather talk to these people. I would much rather find out what people's stories are. I'd rather, you know. And if I if if I give away a hundred books and I make ten friends, uh, you know, and make one lifelong reader out of that, that's worth it to me. You know, <laughs> How many stalkers are worth this? one friend, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. I've got. I had a handful of people waiting to kick my ass at one point or another, and then I got that that piracy asshole. I'm sure is going to at some point hire a hitman, and then I've uh, and then I got the guy who wants to fight me in a duel with his katana. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing great right now as far as uh, fantasy authors go. I think I'm. Yeah, I'm it probably, seems pretty good on that. Now I not mean, too bad. and like. I just uh, one of one of uh, 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 one of the fantasy authors out there who's a uh, bit big in the news, uh, uh, Brandon Sanderson. Mm-hmm. He just came mm-hmm. out and said, and he just ran a fucking insane Kickstarter. But he was like, during the pan- yeah, during the pandemic, I just wrote three books, and yeah. uh, and like so, I know that you haven't been sitting on your laurels either with uh, with the old Pandy. Well, yeah, funny you should mention it, and thank you. Um, okay, so for those of you who don't know my books, um, my first series um, is called The Outworlders, and it is the story of a down-on-his-luck stuntman who works on third-rate fantasy films, and he takes what he thinks is a uh, a gig on a, on a reality TV show, and it turns out to be that he's hired himself out as a hero for hire in a, in an actual fantasy world with magic and, and, you know, Pegasi and wizards and elves and dragons and all of these things. And it's, it's, it's funny and it's profane and it's violent. And one of my favorite reviews that I've gotten, and I've actually had it now a couple of times, people have compared it to what would happen if Deadpool was dropped into game of Thrones. (laughs) Um, Because he's this, He's this drunken womanizing sort of uh, dude who like dick punches his way across this <laughs> fantasy world. Um, <laughs> you guys have read it, so you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, so uh, I've got the second, I, I published the second book in 2018, and then I've been working on the third one. Third book is currently on hold. I'm, I'm working on it right now as we speak. Uh, and I've tried to write it several times, and I'm not really sure what I wanted it to say. The biggest thing is that in this third book, the main character is going to retire from hero work. And it just so happens that that is, 
As soon as I decided he was going to retire from hero work, the army decided to retire me out of special operations. Oh, see, you got to go through all that so you have uh, material to write. That is exactly (laughs) what's happening, and I have a different take on this like every couple of weeks. So I've got, I have filled out two entire yellow pads with ideas on what I want this book to mean. So it's... 70% 70% written, but I don't know what it's supposed to be yet. Anyway, so I took a break from it uh, in the middle of all of this, and we're going to touch back on some stuff from the from earlier. Uh, um, excuse me. <laughs> the rum is kicking in. Yeah. Um, we touch back <laughs> on some stuff from, from some earlier podcasts. So I had a couple of absolutely batshit insane fans um, early on. You guys probably remember these guys, but they were – guys who were sure that one of the ways that the way that I got all of my technical details. So right in these books um, was that I have secretly been in a black ops program for the U S military. That's doing some kind of Stargate shit going to this world. I want to believe because I go to these <laughs> Justin and I both were going for the joke right yeah. there. We're like, no, 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 wait, wait. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Sorry, man. Because uh, we know it's true, Joe. We know yeah. it's not. We know it's not batshit crazy. I can neither confirm nor deny. Right. So, and also, I can hear you if you're going to talk shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I had these fans. Uh, I would get these insane emails, and for a long time, I thought, well, initially anyway, I thought that I was just being trolled, and then it just kept going and going and going, that I'd bump into these guys at uh, at conventions, and it just got weirder and weirder and weirder. Um, and uh, uh, one of the reasons for this, as you guys know, is that I did all my research in person, so I learned how to ride a horse, and I did stunt work when I was younger, and... You know, I've learned some really cool stuff in the army, stuff like blind fighting and edged weapons and all of this kind of stuff. Um, you know, I spent a weekend at a at a Buddy's uh, backyard forge learning how to make steel out of iron and charcoal. So I got all of the details right. You know, I went to went to Europe and and spent a summer kicking around old castles and ruins and figuring out you know how castles actually work and all. So we talked about this anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, but these guys are sure that I was part of some kind of black ops program or something that was uh, that has been exploring these other worlds. So um, what what makes this fun is that the book that I just finished, which is the first book of the next series, uh, is a book about book about a black ops program in the U.S. military that explores the world from the first series. Oh, Jesus. Which which you have the experience because you were doing it, sir. What's actually fun is that... Hang on a second. Let me just send you a thing here real quick. Hang on a minute. I'm scrolling as I'm talking here. I can't do two things. I love it. Joe's um, trying to publish his old his old journals. Is yeah, that what you're doing? Yeah. That's well, it's funny you should say that. Hang on one <laughs> second. Where's my fucking media? Stargate, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Eight minutes, hang on a second. Let me do this again. Hold on a second. 
to send you. Come on, baby. Where are you? You're down here. Boy. I'm drinking a truly right now, gentlemen. Why the fuck are you drinking uh, a truly? That's what happens when you get too far away from your pocket knife. <laughs> yeah, I resemble oh. that remark. Right. I brought it in as a backup drink. I finished my uh, martini. Just want to say. You had a martini? And it truly, dude. I'm killing it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so this, um, this book, because of what I do in the military, because this is current contemporary military, and it touches on real world, um, it touches on real world units and real world missions and the way that things actually work in the military. The first thing that I did when I uh, was writing this book was I put together a 42 operations order um, that, that would, that laid out exactly how you would uh, explore a fantasy world through a dimensional portal um, (laughs) in today's military. So what was fun about this was that, I was explaining this to the site security officer at my job. Uh, and, <laughs> and I had to send the manuscript off to the Pentagon and have it cleared for release. Uh, so they had to go through and like did. declassify things and change stuff and black stuff out. And hang on a second. Of course they did. I can hear that. <clears throat> so you're writing a book, huh? Yeah. <laughs> About a oh, portal. Yeah. You send it through the uh-huh. uh, portal guys. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I'm including the first page of the operations order as like the third page of the book after the after the intro. Wow. Oh, it looks like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, love I love that. Like at the top, I, I don't know what is at the top, but I'm assuming it, it looks almost like an address and they're like, fuck you. And they just blocked out the address. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. This, this doesn't even exist. This building doesn't exist. Fuck you. Yeah. I'll show you the whole thing when it's done. It's funny as shit. That's yeah. hilarious. Kind of. And what's funnier is. I that, mean, it sucks for you. Well, yes and no. What's funny is that originally I had, if you look on this thing, I had just had like three things on this, I think, three or four things on this that were blocked out. And it was going to be a joke, right? Like, yeah, this is, you know, I'm just going to black this out and make it look like it was, you know, redacted. And it came back from the Pentagon. They're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Um, thanks for yeah, doing like, my thanks for Your doing joke my would be funnier like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. I think you just got some free editing right there. Actually, there's another one at the end. Um, but That's fucking what crazy, was dude. to me was that these guys, um, wait a second. There we go. Whiskey. Yeah, um, that's more booze. Oh, yeah. And booze. Um, these guys, uh, it has been forever since they have seen a science fiction or fantasy novel. It had to be, you know, had to go through there, much less had to be this heavily redacted and clear. And what, there's going to be a couple of really funny things with this, too, because one of them is that I had to change the names of a whole bunch of stuff in the military, like change the names of actual units and things. And so 
um, and, you know, change the names and the capabilities of like weapon systems and stuff. And, uh, and, and just, so there are going to be a whole bunch of people who are either military geeks or who have served who are going to be look who are going to be reading this book eventually. My, my agent's shopping it right now. They're going to be reading it and going, well, that's not how that works. That's not what that's called. Oh, you're full of shit. Oh, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't fucking tell you how it actually works. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I could, but then I'd have to shoot everybody who reads it. So, um, Well, we already established once they buy it, you know, you don't have to worry about that. Roger that. Hey, Brogan, take it easy, man. All right. Sorry, you got to go, man. Yeah, Brogan, um, go. <laughs> bye, Brogan. It was a uh, oh wait, I want to send you the Dude, how does this work now that you're retired? Like how how um far into the future are you gonna have to um have them like look over your, your stuff like this? Really? Yeah, he's on the yep. fucking list now. Come on. Damn. Oh, like, if you weren't that before, sucked. you are now or now. Oh man. Um uh, and you know, and there's retired and there's retired, and the reality of this thing is that they're gonna Spooks put me never in a retire. Well, yeah, I mean, fuck, man, they're going to, would you say spooks never retire? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. They're going to, like, they're going to Liam Neeson, you motherfucker. You're going to come back and, like. They're going to put me in a glass case, and they're going to uh, put a sign next to it that says, in case of war, and and it's going to have a hammer above the sign, and. I'm going to just sit home and I'll, uh, yeah. But That's it's, exciting. I, it's I like know. you're a movie character and we know you. <laughs> there we go. This is from the last time we talked, I think. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Going I'm, through the, the, the portal. Yeah. Place in the desert where the portal is, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I love that people think that you actually explored portals, dude. That makes me so happy. Like, it makes me giddy. So, what, really, what really sucks about this is that these, I lost most of those guys when, I think we talked about this last time, but I lost most of those guys when I came out on Twitter railing against QAnon. Oh, yeah. Um, who I think is super fucking dangerous. Um, but a lot of these conspiracy uh types the people who are really prone to buying into conspiracy theories who probably would have been a huge market for me um uh didn't take it well that i think that they are uh, yeah al you're exactly correct um <laughs> and that's exactly right yep you retired bet. extremely dangerous <laughs> red yep <laughs> uh-huh. um it's one of my favorite movies, I swear to God. Uh, and um, yeah, I, I just I, I lost a ton of readers when when I came out against that, and I I am not I'm not going to get them back because I still think that yeah I I think that I think Q is one of the most dangerous things that we have going on in this country right now. I think it's absolutely bonkers, and you know I've. I've I worked in counterintelligence. I worked in psychological operations. I can't give you the specifics on it, but it's it's bad. And I'll just leave it at that. And I probably said too much there, but it's actually, you know, I, think I, said, I think I said just enough. There I know what I'm talking about, and it's fucking bad. So, yeah. And I mean, even I mean, oh, fuck, even stuff. before this, I mean, I remember when 
the one of the last times we talked and we were talking about even the COVID stuff and you're just like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this ain't getting better. And then guess what? It didn't get better. So I, 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 I absolutely trust your, um, your non answers as it are, as it is. You know, I was in this weird position with COVID and I can't say a lot, but I was privy to a lot of information on it and I couldn't even tell my wife. That sucks. You know, that sucks. It fucking blows. Um, <laughs> See, that's I, why I, I could never be like a top secret guy because, I, well, obviously I have a podcast. I want to talk to fucking people all the time. <laughs> I would just blab it out. First, first fucking weekend on the show, I'd be like, hey, guess what? Russians are attacking. <laughs> coming, bro. Exactly. <laughs> Pack your bags. <laughs> guess what? Vladimir Putin is gay. Um, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. Allegedly. Uh, um, I mean, listen, he can pretty much do what he wants. So. Yeah. Oh, no, hey, I'm not, I'm not kink shaming the guy. I'm just saying that whole video we have of him in the tutu with the ball gag and the <laughs> running the running that fucking train. Just Jesus. Becca. Becca, don't put this in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, don't don't put that in there. We man. actually get a lot of we get a lot of Russian downloads. <laughs> oh, <I bet. laughs> Not anymore. I'm gonna die. Actually, you know what? If they send some guys to try and kill me, it'll keep the afternoons interesting. So Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Oh shit. Especially as badly as they're doing. I am so disappointed in the Russian military. If you're getting Russian downloads, let's talk about this because those fucking guys. I swear to God, we have spent all of this time with the Russian military talking shit, sending us these videos with their fucking airborne guys. Did you see their airborne guys jumping out of those planes? Holy shit, man. I didn't see that. Fuck, these guys are burning in left and right, man. Their chutes aren't even fucking opening, right? I mean, they're seriously, they're just jumping out of planes. They're, they're, just, they're just turning into raspberry jam when they hit the ground. They're the entire, uh, yeah, their whole, uh, the, the VDV, the, their airborne regiment. Just, I mean, holy shit, I don't remember what their losses were, but they were, Jesus, astronomical. Yeah, it's um, crazy the stuff we're seeing, man. I mean, I don't know. Oh, fuck. I don't know, because, yeah. I mean, you just see the news, right? So you, you just kind of see well, what, and the sure, thing, what they the, say. Well, but, the, thing, I mean, the thing that's crazy about that, though, is that I follow shit on Twitter. Not Twitter. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, t- Twitter, yeah, but, I mean, even, like, on TikTok, where there sure. are, um, there are, like, um, like, news reports that hit my FYP that are, uh, like up to the minute, like, and they have like twenty six page like situation reports, just of yep. all the stuff. They're like, you know, you can get the link and you can see it for yourself. This is what's going down, and I get my updates, you know, a minute at a time. But it's it's laughable how much the everyone's just like they're not doing this. They're right. terrible. Yeah, they're, they're not terrible. good at this. Holy shit, man! There was a there was a thing. I mean, holy fuck! One of their planes crashed because the oh god what the fuck was it in the news one one of their planes crashed on takeoff one of their bombers because it turned out that the ground crew had been drinking the hydraulic fluid <laughs> from it because they were so they were out in the middle of fucking no place you know up in Atlanta, oh, Boston, or something. yeah and they had alcohol in it so it wouldn't freeze Roger that. And that's what they were, yeah, they were distilling the goddamn, you know, hydraulic fluid. Well, and it does seem, it just seems like they just, just uh, 
Well, it, it feels like a lot of like they're just scared to tell the truth, right? Because they never oh, know what's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, this shit's broken. And they're like, don't tell them that. Tell them we'll be on the way. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> no, and they found out. I mean, there was this great thing about um, we were looking at like, well, just just even on, on uh, you can find this on Twitter. But, like if, if you look at their um like their their missile launchers and the wheeled vehicles, not the tanks, but I mean, holy shit! I mean, tanks require so much work. I can't believe they tried to launch tanks into Ukraine with their supply problems, but that's not my problem. Um, their wheeled vehicles were breaking down, and you could see in the pictures that uh, you could see in the in the pictures that the 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 tires had actually split um, horizontally. And the reason that that's important is that that means that the vehicle had been sitting for so long that the tire had degraded uh, to the point where the rubber had cracked. So they weren't doing any maintenance on these vehicles for God knows how long. We're talking about years, right? I mean, yeah, in the Army Reserve. Part, dude. I'm sorry? They've just been parked since like yeah. you know, 90s, oh, no. 2000s. Yeah, yeah. In the reserves, this is a thing. I mean, like, like even in the Army Reserve, we have to every weekend. We go out and take the vehicles. If you're in a, if you're a unit that has vehicles, you go out and you take the vehicles and you drive them around five, ten miles. You just go out and you drive them around the base. This is what you're doing on Saturday morning. Fuck it, we're driving around. You know, if you're on an active duty unit, you have motor pool Mondays. Monday, you do maintenance on the vehicles and you drive them around five, ten miles. You know, whatever. You got to put the miles on them every month to make sure that you keep them moving because these are diesel vehicles and they're, they weigh a ton, you know, two, three tons, um, five tons, some of them. Anyway, uh, and the Russians weren't doing that. They haven't been taking care of their stuff. And they just keep failing again and again and again. And their their failures are hilarious from a strategic point of view. And I swear to God, man, I mean, if I find out that the Spetsnaz, the, the, the Russian Special Forces, if I find out that these guys can't, you know, like do a double backflip while throwing axes the way they showed us on YouTube... I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna lose all faith in the <laughs> Russian military completely because that's just gonna break my fucking heart, man. Seriously, uh-huh. uh, it's one of the things that made me want to join the American army. It was like, fuck, uh-huh. wow, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is outstanding. Who's putting those up? Uh, Al, Al's on the ball today. Yep, this Al. Fucking throwing up the gifts on the Discord. Al's that's one of our Al, one of our greatest patrons. Listens all the time. Sure. <laughs> Actually, well, last thing about last last thing about the Russians, then we should probably ra- wrap up. And uh, true, but I, I feel like they just they just have the numbers. They're just gonna keep throwing shit. They they can just do this for fucking months. I know you can't we'll so- talk find- too much about it, but yeah, we'll find out. I mean, again, there's a, there's. Oh, well, I mean, be very careful about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just um, read a, a news article. They said twenty percent of their military they've thrown at Ukraine right now. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I I don't know the specifics on it. I just don't. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not working on this, and I couldn't tell you. Even you're not working at all right now. We saw the picture. <laughs> I was doing the damn thing. I was sitting home, man. But I mean, I do have an open source toolbox that I that I can play with and get this kind of stuff. But there's a the Russians have a um, they've got this thing that they do, uh. I'm trying to remember the name for it now, but it's um, 
It's this institutionalized hazing in the Russian military. And it is so incredibly bad for order and discipline. And this is coming from me. And I've, I'm not great for order and discipline. All right. Um, I've, I've, been, I've been written up a few times. Um, but, uh, but the, the Russians do this thing where they have, you know, hazings and beatings and, you know, and like, you know, sexual abuse and all of this stuff, uh, in the Russian military from the people who are, who have, from the people who've been there the longest to the people who are just coming in and they have mandatory conscription. So you can't get away from this. And so a big chunk of the Russian military hates their fucking lives. And they're living in this world where only the strong survive and where bullies get the thing that they, this is one of the reasons that we're seeing might be the major reason that we're seeing all of these war crimes coming out. Um, besides the fact that they're enlisting fucking Chechens and the guys from Wagner group, but uh, Wagner are, are the, the Russian uh, uh, mercenaries. But, um, but yeah, the Russian military has turned out to be extremely disorganized and very badly outfitted and poorly run. And, uh, and I'm I'm just kind of heartbroken by it, frankly, because I had much bigger expectations of what I thought was our major adversary, and I <laughs> I, I feel like I wasted a lot of time ever since seeing Red Dawn, you know, in high school, and uh, and uh, uh, and being afraid of these guys. Yeah, you're unpacking those go bags. Is that what you're doing right now? Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't ever happening. This is fucking Joe Malik we're talking about, man. Uh, Actually, I, don't, I don't have a go bag, man. I have stay bags. That's what I have. I don't know if you guys have seen Fob Malik, but Ford operating base Malik, but yeah, it's a, we're we're good here. Um, I'm actually got a thing coming in in, uh, in a few months. We got a guy coming in to build us a, a, a stone wall um, around the property. Uh, Whoa! And, yeah, get the castle, man. Now you're gonna get a fucking <laughs> boat, man. <laughs> you get some turrets and some little uh, arrow windows. Those yeah, little right. you know, yeah, something, something like that. Might have a tunnel system or something like that. I'm not really sure what we're gonna do yet. But, Shit, that's right, yeah. man. Like when I become when I become rich, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna buy my block, my neighborhood block, and I'm gonna hire you for. Uh, defense plan absolutely i'm telling you i could totally do it man Fuck and, yeah. you know like my big thing I've got, I've got this fucking neighbor i'll let you guys go on a minute but, uh, <laughs> i got this fucking neighbor and he put up one of these big like two-story steel buildings that you use for you know like a warehouse or an auto shop or something you know and he's on the other side of just on the other side of the hill from me and right at the side of the hill from my house he put up this giant fucking steel building that exactly, exactly blocks Mount Rainier from my living room windows. That <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, you couldn't I'm sure he planned that shit. He's probably somebody you know. He's been in your house. He saw that. He's like, oh, I'm blocking this motherfucker's view. <laughs> it's a small neighborhood. We've oh. met. I know this guy. And I swear to God, man, when I get a gazillion dollar 
you know, 15, 20 book contract to finish this whole fucking series. I am going to buy his house and all of his property. And I'm going <laughs> to knock his fucking house down and move mine where his is. So everyone quickly go to josephmalik.com. Buy the books, support Joe help Malik. Help him buy his, his neighbor's house. Yeah, help him buy his neighbor's house and be as petty as fuck. It's all of that's it. That's it. I'm not even going to, I'm, I'm going to leave the fucking warehouse where it is, man. I'm just going to knock his house down and just put mine right there on his, just move it right onto his pad. Yeah, that's it. I got this figured out. So, yep. Joe, Joe, seriously, thank you so much for being on with us, man. Really you guys do are appreciate wonderful. It. I, I miss you terribly. I wish we could be hanging out and drinking in person. This was awesome. We'll do it soon. We'll do it soon and we'll record it. Maybe we'll do a video recording of uh, us getting hammered. I mean, you know, for for awesome. um, the archives. Oh, that'd be fantastic. We yeah. have to, absolutely have to do that. We got to do a rum tasting. Yeah. Let's do a rum tasting. We got to so, do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, pimp your stuff. Pimp where you're at. Uh, you're going to be at sure. NorwestCon this, uh, this coming week. If you yep. guys are listening live or Friday, listening the week of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm at NorwestCon. Uh, you can find me at josephmalik.com, J O S E P H M A L I K, josephmalik.com. Um, and uh, my books are called Dragon's Trail and The New Magic. You can find me at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, any indie bookstore pretty much worldwide through Indie Bound. And, uh, um yeah oh audible pretty much any place really nice. yeah no i i swear i'm a real author i'm a real boy everywhere um, so yeah but <laughs> yeah dude yeah i mean seriously thank you for being on with us thank you for everyone for listening right. to us um you can check us out all of our old episodes many episodes with joe malik you can hear more about the stories different stories every time for god's sake um go to gridcitypodcast.com also, hit up our Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. We're doing a giveaway for anyone who follows us on the Patreon, where we are giving a $50 gift card to Cactus. Um, thank you very much to Base Hubs, which is a veteran-owned app that helps you find um, veteran-owned and helps you connect with veterans uh, in this area and uh, pretty soon worldwide. They have a couple other cities as well, but definitely in the South Sound area. So you can check all of that out. And we're going to be doing that giveaway uh, at the beginning of May. So you have until May. Um, and we'll be talking about all of that. And then uh, we'll be contacting the winners when that goes down. Maybe we'll have some other stuff, too. I've got a box of crap that I can give away to people. That's random. Ooh, a box of crap. I yeah. love that as a gift. And if you're a patron, <laughs> you can get stuff like postcards because I found them. Yeah. And stickers. That makes me so fucking happy, dude. You have no idea. Yeah, all the ones that we signed on that one dab cast that I forgot about. It probably still smell like weed, so probably pay attention do. to your mailbox. Yeah, you'll know exactly <laughs> what's going on with that. Also, you know, we, you know what we gotta do, you guys? Was when I am good and out, like August, September, when I am out, 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 and done, <laughs> and I've got my last DD214, and I'm out the fucking door. I need somebody to show me around this magical world of weed that has Girl, we got that, you, we, that we has got you buddy. in the last like twenty years because I don't know shit about it. I'm gonna, I need a 
I need tour guides is what I need. So yeah, listen yeah. to our last our last episode. Our man. literally our last episode <laughs> featured um our good friend Billy from one of the local dispensaries talking about all the bullshit that they've been having to deal with with the robberies and such. Um, Not just one of the Do local they need a security guy? I can Dude. Anyway. Well, maybe. Seriously. A lot of places do need him right now. Um oh. But yeah, we got uh, we got him and we got uh, our good friends at Buddy Boy Farm, which they need to come down to my place anyway and check out the bar. We've tempted them That's with that, so yeah. we will we will be having a uh, we'll be having a jamboree. We'll be having a uh, a hoot nanny down here, and you will be invited to that. So keep us on the updates on all of that. You got it, man. Cool. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you so much, Joe. Right. Thank you guys, right. everybody, for listening. Really do appreciate you all. Head, uh, head over to GrizzCityPodcast.com. Find us. Send us emails. Send animal pictures to Scott at GrizzCityPodcast.com. Haven't forgotten, dude. Um, and if you know anybody who wants to be a part of a podcast um, and uh, lives in the local area, is weird, maybe does some really fun stuff, I don't know, uh, send us an email. Because if you get back to us and we get back to you and you get back to us again, maybe we can have you on the podcast. I like that you led with is weird. <laughs> well, I mean, I was like, okay, I could yeah. have said unique, but weird was the thing that came out of my mouth. Um, uh, but yeah, all that stuff can be found again at gridcitypodcast.com. Thanks to Joe Malik for being on. Thanks for Brogan to being on. Jeff will be back pretty soon and he'll, we'll be doing some Jeff's capades as we're going along. Um, and until next time, guys, stay gritty. You've been listening to the grid city podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. Yeah.